My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. This episode will discuss the gambling industry and problem gambling. If it brings anything up for you, there's support available 24-7 at 1-800-858-858. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Thursday the 3rd of November. I'm Sam. I'm Billy. We all know the phrase, gamble responsibly, said in a rush after every betting ad on Australian TV. But under a new government policy, that tagline is going to change in an attempt to curb our nationwide gambling problem. We'll explain the what's and why's of the new taglines in today's deep dive. But first, Billy, what is making headlines this morning? Shadow Treasurer Angus Taylor has accused the federal government of doing little to address the root cause of inflation in last week's budget. In an address to the National Press Club yesterday, Taylor said that the government hasn't addressed the source of cost of living pressures, calling this, quote, the biggest missed opportunity of last week's budget. Meanwhile, thousands of people attended vigils and rallies across Australia last night to honour the life of Cassius Turvey, a 15-year-old Noongar boy who died after a brutal assault last month. Turvey was attacked by strangers on his way home from school on the 13th of October and was allegedly beaten with a metal pole before dying in hospital several days later. An investigation to understand how five lions were able to leave their cage at Sydney's Taronga Zoo on Wednesday morning is now underway. One adult and four cubs were discovered in a small area next to their main exhibit at 6.30am on Wednesday and were then returned to their dens within minutes, with no injuries to guests or staff reported. The employees of Unilever have some good news today. A four-day workweek trial for the company in New Zealand found improvements to personal well-being, absenteeism and work-life conflicts. That means the trial has been extended and will also begin for their Australian offices. The question we all want to know, will this be introduced at the Daily Oz? I prefer to take the five-day week model. Sam, I have to say, it feels like a particularly pertinent time to be speaking about gambling in Australia, given we've just had the Melbourne Cup, which, as we know, is one of the most popular betting days for Australians. And so today we're talking about gambling warnings specifically. And I think that most of the audience would be familiar with that little tag at the end of TV and radio ads that tells us to gamble responsibly. Now, the government came out yesterday and announced that that is going to change. So you'll no longer hear the words gamble responsibly. Instead, we'll have new taglines, new warnings. And it appears to be a recognition that gambling in Australia is growing as a societal problem. So Sam, what will the new taglines be? Well, firstly, Billy, I think it's interesting you commented on the timing of this announcement just the day after the Melbourne Cup. I think there's definitely a bit of rhyme to that reason. In terms of those new taglines, it's going to change from gamble responsibly, as you said, to a new range. There's going to be seven new taglines, and they include phrases like, chances are you're about to lose, and you win some, you lose more. Then we've got, what's gambling really costing you? And imagine what you could be buying instead. 
And from the times that I've seen it, I feel like it's said really quickly and always at the end. It kind of is a blink and you miss it moment. Will they be presented differently at all? Will it be emphasised more? I think it's pretty fair to assume all of us agree that they're kind of trying to hide that gamble responsibly warning at some point. It kind of reminds me of the end of a political ad when they say, authorised by the New South Wales government. (laughs) So this one is going to be a little bit different. The government's policies here include some very detailed instructions about which taglines can be used in which media. So we're going to see different ones on radio or TV, but also then how much of the screen or the page they need to take up. So I've got terrible eyesight. I wear very thick glasses and I always struggle to read them. So this might actually be a chance for me to be able to read the warnings. Then we're also going to have guidelines on how long they should be spoken for, but even what font they should be using. And for all the font nerds out there, it has to be Arial Bold. Now for TV, radio and online videos, the tagline must be read at the end of an ad and spoken, these are their words, slowly, calmly and with an even pace. So you've said that there are seven different options and you've listed some of those options for us. Can companies choose which one they use or do they have to use all of them? How does that work? So they have to use one in every applicable ad on TV, radio, in print, online and within gambling apps. They can't stick with the same one. They actually have to rotate through the seven messages in what the government describes as an equal rotation. And part of that is interestingly to avoid message fatigue amongst taglines. In most cases, the following call to action must be included, and I will read this at a slow, even pace. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, when messages are displayed on the screen, they have to take up the majority of the screen. And in print, they must use a large font and take up a third of the ad space. So pretty demanding requirements there, clearly designed to make the messages loud and clear. And I imagine the government has put a lot of thought into this, but what evidence is there that these new warnings could deter people from gambling irresponsibly compared to the old warning? Well, yeah, they've put a lot of thought into it, but also a lot of money. The government funded a study involving behavioural research and testing, so it's quite scientific, to figure out the best ways to frame these messages. And the group of taglines that they've come up with are sorted by themes targeting different thinking patterns in gamblers. And the way that I've been thinking about this when reading the story yesterday and today, it's kind of different gambling personas and different ways to get through to different types of gamblers. So let's take the tagline, you win some, you lose more, which will appear at the end of TV and radio ads. That's designed to target gamblers who are thinking about how they could win instead of thinking about how they might in fact lose. And it reminds them that losing is a quote, likely outcome of wagering. That's really interesting trying to target different ways of thinking and different personality types. Do we know how some research participants responded to them? Was there any more information about that? We did get a bit of insight into how the people in the testing environment responded to these ads. And it seems to be the case that the ones that had a particularly strong response, the taglines that had a strong response, are actually going to be used across the board. So there are some taglines that are only for TV or only for radio, and there are some that are going to be everywhere. And one of the strong ones is, chances are you're about to lose. And people said that this was a good warning and that, quote, it would make me think, chances are I'm going to lose, so I'm probably not going to win, so do I really want to do do this. An interviewee said that if confronted with that warning within the environment of a betting app, which I think is where most Australians would bet, they'd likely to stop before placing a bet because the tagline wasn't scolding them or it wasn't teaching them a lesson, but it was just reminding them of the mathematical odds of their chances of winning. 
Now, there are some of the other taglines, like what's gambling really costing you? They were also found to be helpful by respondents because they gave people a moment of pausing to stop and think, actually, maybe I don't need to bet right now. Now, when I looked at the taglines and reflected on my psychology and what would work for me, I actually found the line, what else could you buy with this money, really effective for how my brain works. And I imagine that if I saw it just before I put on a $50 bet within the environment of a gambling app, I would be thinking about the nice meal at a restaurant or a new t-shirt that I could buy. And that would make a real difference. We're going to take a quick break, but first here is a message from our sponsors. So what has sparked this? How bad is gambling in Australia compared to other countries? Well, Australians love to win, and we certainly have one in terms of the highest gambling losses per person. We have the international record for that. That's an interesting PR spin. (laughs) I've really used the sports metaphor against them there. Not sure the government would approve of that PR spin. No, no, and that would not have a warning on it. But the losses are estimated at $1,276 per person per year. So if you're listening to this and you're not a gambler, that means that somebody who is a gambler is actually losing a heck of a lot more than that because that's based on the population. Now, more than 1% of Australians are problem gamblers, and the rates of problem gambling are much higher for online gamblers than those who only use poker machines. Now, in total, and this is mind-blowing, Australians gamble about $25 billion every year. Now, more broadly on this podcast, we've brought you some stories about how the star casinos in Queensland and New South Wales have been held accountable for their role in affecting people's gambling, and in some cases, encouraging problem gamblers. And an example of that is how they allowed vulnerable people to gamble for more than 24 hours in one sitting. We're talking about how big this problem is. So why hasn't the government just banned gambling ads altogether? I'm thinking of other issues where they have done that, like smoking, for example. There's a total ban on advertising cigarettes in Australia. Why haven't they adopted a similar thing for gambling? Look, I would say that the trend long term is heading towards a banning of gambling ads, but we're certainly a heck of a way from that right now. Interestingly, the Social Services Minister, Amanda Rishworth, was asked about this on a radio interview yesterday. She didn't give a clear answer to this question, but she did say the government would take further steps in this space. There are already some rules restricting when gambling ads can be shown, including that they cannot be shown during children's programs or advertise the odds during a sports game on TV. I'm particularly interested by this this last one because if you've watched any sport on TV lately, you might notice that gambling companies don't seem particularly obliging to these rules. They seem to have identified some cracks in the legislation. Now, I'm interested, how have the gambling companies responded to this? I imagine they're not too happy. Well, we reached out to some of the top gambling companies in Australia yesterday, but haven't had a response back from them. I'd say the odds are that we're not going to hear back. In any case, though, they will have until early next year to make sure their ads are compliant with those changes. Yeah, as you said there, these rules won't come into effect until March next year. And we will keep an eye on the story as always. Thank you for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you have learnt something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every weekday morning. Have a great day and we'll be back again tomorrow. 